You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Hello there, friends. Welcome to Flying Casual. This is our 11th installment of Casual Council, uh, episodes where we hang out with our Patreon family here on the Skype and the YouTubes and also on our podcast feed. But uh, a real special one, guys. We've got, a, we've got a new council member here with us, and it looks like we just had one pop in a little later. We'll excuse Nettie's tardiness. We, 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 we appreciate him just being able to show up. But, but folks, we've got, uh, we've got Nettie here with us. We've got Rob here with us. We've got Jory here with us. We've got Brent with us, but we also have our newest Jedi Knight Master, Scotty. Scotty, welcome to your first council, council number 11, hey, my hey. friend. How are you doing? How's it going? I'm good, man. This has been a long time coming. Oh. I've been supporting the channel for, long time I mean, since before, since the dark time, the dark times. You were there in the psychopathy days, saying, "Mike, whoa, bro, like things got a little dark there, man." So yeah, yeah. you've been you've been around. You have been a long time supporter, man. And this this is a long time coming, and and I know you're a big speculator. You're doing your own reactions. You're doing. You're doing yeah, yeah. Scotty on the road, like I'm it's out there. I'm dude, all over the place. I, I was kind of hoping we were going to get a little on the road action on your way home tonight, but luckily you yeah. got home safely. Then turned if on the video. Out, <laughs> it's possible. It's it's going to happen one of these times. But dude, I, I appreciate you, and and I'm so pumped that you're here. You're yeah, such a good guy, sure. and I know you love Star Wars. So. I mean, you're knee deep in it. I mean, you're wearing it right now. I know it's in your yeah. backdrop, even if it's blurred out. Yeah. You just don't want us to see all the valuables back there, and I understand that. Oh man, I understand. I respect that. I'll show I... you something later. Okay, okay. Um, so, where did that start, crazy. man? Where did where did this love of Star Wars? Where did this this need to speculate come from? Where did it start? Uh, I don't know. YouTube, honestly. Yeah. Trying to think of who are like some of the first speculators that I I started following, but I follow them all now, and it's sad. Like I run out of things to watch. It's <laughs> it's bad. Like if you want to know who said what, I probably could tell you who said it. Probably could probably could tell you where the report originally came from. Yeah. Um, it's hard though because I knew things about this week, and I saw photos about this week, and yeah. I don't know. At this point in time, it's like. I enjoy it either way. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I'd rather the excitement of seeing it first doesn't really spoil it for me when I see it. Cause you don't really know from a photo, like what it's actually going to be on the film or otherwise. Well, and it seems like these leakers or whoever these folks are, are doing a hell of a lot better job than they were in prior years. Maybe it's just the yeah. show and it's television's a different thing. But I remember back in those days, I was I was knee deep in it as well back during Rebel Watch, and, and it got to a point where I couldn't keep up with it, and it, there was a lot of spoiling mm-hmm. going on. But but it wasn't so accurate as it is now. It it's, bothers me, right? How consistent? How consistent it's been? Oh, it's like, been a, since the sequel trilogies, right? It's been. It's, I feel like some people are kind of on a mission. I don't know if this yeah. is from the inside or what, but. Yeah. Clearly, something's going on. It's on. It's unfortunate. It, it just yeah. you gotta. You kind of gotta have some boundaries. I know not to to check anything a day before you know the mm-hmm. day of or, or anything like yeah. that. But it's well, Baby Yoda like was a yeah. you know they kept that crazy. So how who knows? I'm hoping still. There's definitely going to be things we don't know. Absolutely, but they've already said so much. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I'm 
I'm so, I mean, is this like, was there a love of Star Wars before, you know, kind of hearing people talk yeah, about it? Yeah, growing up, for sure. Growing up, definitely uh, prequels. Yeah. I remember, like, multiple times seeing The Phantom Menace. I'm pretty sure I spent days I saw it, like, two or three times in a row. Wow. Even. Um, but I was in middle school and, you know, summer job, like, landscaping, so I was I had bank. That's good. <laughs> So, oh, tickets were two fifty or whatever yeah. back then, so it was, I was cool. That kid who like kept all the movie stubs, like yeah. you know what I mean. Had collections of those over the years. But yeah, in the, in the, the internet, really was, yeah. it, it's opened us up, right? Like you, you just mm-hmm. had a couple of friends probably that you talked to about it in, the, in your hometown, and then. I mean, when we started an old podcast, as and I, like, we didn't realize there were other people doing what we do, just sitting down, having a nerdy conversation. Yep. We didn't think anyone cared. And then folks like yourself and and, and Joy Brenton and, and Nettie and them, they just, you know, they enjoyed listening. And, and, and we all enjoyed talking about it together. And that, that was going to be a huge staple of this podcast was to bring all you guys in and, and have these conversations via Skype. We figured out how to do it. It's fantastic. So it's... Yeah, no, it's but awesome. it's a different time. It's a different time, you know. The 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 it comes the, fast. It does. It a couple of years ago, the YouTube videos were the out the <laughs> out the window. Man, they were they were off the charts, yeah. and now it's YouTube's a different place. So I I can't wait to see more of your stuff, man. More of your speculation. I can't wait to be chatting with you like this. This is going to be. I, I I know you're going to. We can talk about a lot of that today later. Absolutely. Like, Oh, we're absolutely going to get into it. A lot of the stuff Brent's been talking about, too. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. He's, he's a master of theorizing, though we're going to have to we're going to have to bring up his master theory today and say, OK, Brent, how is this going to be different now? Um, but I'm sure he's got he's got a little audible mm. for us. But uh, buddy, I appreciate you joining us for this. And, and I know you're going to get along with yeah. each of these guys. It's a hell of a group. We have a much bigger council here than I thought we we're going to have. So I'll do my best to to kind of host this thing and just an FYI guys Holly yeah. is doing a commission painting tonight so she's not joining us but uh, um, I'm sure you know you guys got some of her thoughts and I, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts but Scotty I do want to start with you um, I mean I know you were pumped about the Mandalorian and, and you like myself are loving these really small pulls I mean you mentioned in our shared Google Doc um, some of these kind of, of, of novel references that you're hoping to see in the Mandalorian mm. in the future, I think Cobb Vanth was a huge starting point for that. So, like, what, yeah. what is it just that acknowledgement and that appreciation for these novelizations that you're, you're happy they're getting into into a visual medium? Or is it, you know... Yeah, I feel like that trilogy of books is probably one of the most yeah. underrated stories in Star Wars. I yeah. mean, and even you want to talk about, like... Uh, People are saying, like, oh, this agenda or whatever it is. Like, there were same-sex relations in that trilogy before any of the movies, any of the shows, any of these new comics. So, like, and it's crazy to me the attention that Chuck Wendig got for certain opinions. Yeah. (laughs) But but none of those people read his books. Like, Uh, yeah. That book isn't a reflection of what his opinion was that day on Twitter that, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to talk about all that, but the trilogy itself is amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. And they reference Leia, Han, they do. Like Leia and Han and everybody. You get so much of, of Leia. And, and, on it, but, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just my favorite scene from the whole thing was, and I can't remember her name, the one assassin that said she was on 
Endor and had Leia in her scope yeah. and didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. Like, ah, it just is crazy. It blows, cool. it blows yeah. the story up. And, and I think after mm-hmm. I read it, I was like, wow, that was epic. Cool. The Palpatine's got all these other plans that, you know, for the future, yeah. maybe he's not involved. But then, but then, yeah, we, we lost Chuck Wendig to, to, to controversy or whatever. And then you're just like, okay, how is this trilogy is like, ever going to be involved in yeah. Star Wars again? I don't, and they've seemed to take things from it and make it work, which, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Cobb Van thing. I was like, yes. Absolutely. Good for Chuck. Right? And it was such a small piece, but everyone was super yeah. pumped about it. And that and that's awesome because, mm-hmm. you know, they're – it feels like the Mandalorian is a is a is a jumping point for new fans. You know, as as sweaty as it seems, it's okay. Why are mm-hmm. all these people excited about this dude wearing Boba's armor? Okay, let me find, let me go find this Chuck Wendig story. Let me let me go mm-hmm. find uh, Clone Wars, and they've got this access now with Disney Plus, so it's great. Um, so yeah, I, I, I yeah. who knows who knows where we're going, and I appreciate that they're they they're giving a little pull love to it. more. Like I thought Absolutely. at one point that um, Sasha Banks could have been an accolade of the Beyond. That'd have been cool. Like that'd have been cool. Who knows? Yeah, we've we have, we've only really seen kind of Kylo and the Knights of Ren that are kind of these dark mm-hmm. side worshippers. Not to mention that whole arena of folks yeah. on Exegol. Not really sure. You know, they're they pulling were. from legends and everywhere, and they're not exactly. really afraid to. So exactly. So I, I I can't wait, man, to hear. Let, let's let's get into it. Let's get into this last episode of The Mandalorian because I know a lot of people are wanting to talk about that. A lot of excitement going on in the group about this one. So, what did Scotty? Let's start with you. What did, what did you think of this this chapter thirteen, my friend? Uh, it was great. I think uh, Rosario is a good choice. Obviously, she's been yeah. petitioning for the role for a long time. Yeah. Um, I felt like even the way she was talking was cool, yeah. confident. She didn't try hard. Yeah, I didn't feel like there was like a. You didn't hear an accent or anything. It was yeah. just like she was just talking, but uh, yeah. Overall, I, this is my favorite episode. Nice. Um, just because it is so much lore, yeah. and like the fact that he was he was taught at the temple, yeah. multiple masters. Yeah. Who were they? Like. I, what I am afraid of is that we're just going to keep getting new names. Like I want the the new stuff, but it's going to be hard to keep like, for instance, like Fallen Order. Yeah. That master apprentice. Like, are we going to get another one of those like yeah. pairings master apprentice that we've never heard of before? Or, you know, I don't know how many more times they can get away with doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Brent, I, I know you got a lot to say about this episode, but that, that reveal, you know, we learned Grogu, which I was calling him Groku a lot last night. Not sure if that was the Michelob Ultras or if I just wasn't really sure what the proper name was, but apparently it's Grogu. Holly has corrected me multiple times since that live cast. But so what did you think of that reveal, my friend? It felt, I was a bit shocked. I, I kind of thought we were going to have just this this being who, we just happened to stumble upon. He's force sensitive, and and we're going to find out what his destiny is. Turns out his destiny was kind of predetermined there on Coruscant. What did you think of that? I thought it was pretty great. I mean, I really was not expecting him to be given a name uh, yeah. at least this early in the season. Uh, yeah. you know, by you know Ahsoka and stuff like that. I thought the episode, you know, overall was really really good. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really well done. If you're going to bring Ahsoka into it live action, um, I thought 
it, I don't think you could really have done it better. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, you get through some of the aspects of what went down during there. Um, and then you get to the end that, you know, the battle against the magistrate and, you know, everything that transpired and then, you know, the big name drop there at the end or whatever. And, you know, that just opens up, you know, okay, why would you drop that name in this series? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, so I'm sure Scotty's been like running his wheels since Friday, you know, going, okay, why, why, why was Thrawn just mentioned here or whatever? And, you know, I can really only think of two reasons. And, you know, one of them is your... You just set up, you just did the perfect setup for the Rebels live action sequel that yeah. hasn't yet been announced, but could be. Um, or they already have Ezra. Yeah. And Ezra was the volunteer that they don't want to sacrifice yet because they don't have it right with the juice. God, was um, that Ezra in that too? Because, I mean, because otherwise, otherwise, why would you be looking for Thrawn? He's obviously not lost yeah. if somebody knows where he is. So that means Ezra's well, not lost maybe, either. I mean, they still could be. And she just really doesn't know, and she's looking for anybody that does. I, she could be, but she seemed pretty pretty well set that she knows something, and she knows where she can find Thrawn, which means that Thrawn's, thought, back, Thrawn's back in the fold. Yeah. I mean, it, this has been 10 years now since he disappeared. Yeah. Because he disappeared right, right yeah. before A New Hope, and it's, I mean, it was five years for the last season. This is probably at least a year later, so we're talking six years after Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. You know, probably yeah. whatever. So, you know, there's yeah. so many things that could be going down. But, yeah, I really wasn't expecting the name. Um, and, I, you know, as far as my wacky time travel theory, I don't think it totally changes anything yet. Let's go. Because he could easily change his name when he goes back to Yoda. Because why would you have a Master <laughs> Grogu growing up and you have this mad Jedi Master Grogu for the last 800 years and all of a sudden you have a baby Grogu? You know, the last 20 years before everything goes down. Mm, so, you know, he could have easily gone back and – yeah. Hey, you're, you you got to play this out. He's obviously good at, you know, hiding himself for the last 30 years. Great point. Because, you know, he's, you know, he knows that to not show the force or whatever like that. So what, you know, you go back in time, drop him off 800 years. Hey, you got to, you're Yoda now. Okay, cool. And I, I don't know if it was just me, but when she mentioned, when, when Ahsoka mentioned Yoda, I thought Grogu perked up a little bit and he's like, I recognize that guy. Yeah, he looks a lot like me. Or was it? Well, Yoda was the one that trained the youngling younglings. Exactly. So, I mean, if he was going to be there training on Coruscant, Yoda would have been one of the people who interacted with him. I mean, Yaddle did dip at one point. Yeah, the whole, I mean, that's, I I was a little confused. Did Ahsoka not know Yaddle? Like, I, I mean... I guess she didn't. Like, did something happen to Yaddle? Like, well, did... Yaddle wasn't there in Episode Two, and Ahsoka didn't come into the Jedi Temple until after that. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like she. I think she was trained not on Coruscant prior to. Did Anakin. they say if he was taken when Order Sixty Six happened? I can't remember. I watched it a few times. Or if it, it was seems like... like that's what Ahsoka was implying that when yeah, Order Sixty Six yeah, happened, it happened like, that's when yeah, it was like taken. Anakin walked in the yeah. front door and they slipped out the back. Yeah, 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 she just said when the empire rose, he was he was taken away. So yeah, could, here's a here's a big theory. Could it have been Yaddle? <laughs> She's just like, oh, this little guy I've taken to him. Let's get the hell out of here. Like I, that would be kind of funny. See Yaddle slip out the back door. Um, and, but maybe you know, I I kind of liked uh, last night. I was thinking, you know, we've, we've kind of seen the Order sixty six thing with Cal Kestis, and 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 that was super emotional. I don't know if I can deal with another escape like that, you know, and, uh, but maybe we'll see Anakin slaying younglings in a flashback and, and, you know, Grogu's hanging, he's hiding behind a curtain or something there. And he's like, Oh shit. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay still. But I, I kind of liked it. Maybe someone saw something happen, you know, in the future, having a premonition and saying, 
the hell we got to get out of here like and and i can only just take this little guy and let, let's let's leave and, and make that choice I, I don't know but i i'd all be i'd be for them you know escaping the uh, horrendous order 66 uh jory i have made some some comments lately that a lot of these polls are worrying me a little bit now i'm i am one of the most excited people when like i mentioned when when Grand Admiral Thrawn was mentioned, I jumped out of my couch and ran around like a child. I was super pumped. I love the integration, but I'm a little worried that this is feeling like a, a jumping off point. We're losing sight of the Mandalorian, and this this show has become a, hey, here's where all these familiar faces are in this time, and you're going to want to watch our other stuff. Um, it seems like a lot of what that season is. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but how, how are you taken to these, these polls and, and all this involvement? We've... We've gone, I think I counted five episodes. We have five major players back in this season. So each episode, we're getting something else. So how are you taking this? Is it epic? Uh, if it is, why? No, I definitely like it. Um, and I think that the first season was really to draw us in. And, uh, you know, we had a couple big things that, that really tied back into um into the lore but this season it kind of seems like they might be using this as a a driving point for more spin-off shows um the spin-off off off the spin-offs um you know so um i i think that this the mandalorian has the potential to run four, five, six, seven seasons as long as they really want it to go. Yeah. Um, and maybe they're using season two as a, hey, season, well, so season one did so well, um, you know, and, and it, it is Disney Plus flagship show. Like, yeah. it is the show for Disney Plus. So they're like, you know, we're going to use season two. We're still going to drive the, the story forward because the story is not stagnant. It's not yeah. like we're getting all these people in, and then we're not, like, learning anything more. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a good thing as far as, like, why I'm not upset about it. Like, we're still, we're getting all these new characters. We're getting these callbacks, these tie-ins. Um, but we're, we're still driving everything forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they could be using, like, Boba Fett to have a um, potential Boba Fett spinoff. I think well, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to have an Ahsoka spinoff. Yeah. Um, with Grand Admiral Thrawn being... You know, his name getting thrown into the mix. Um, he could be in the Ahsoka spinoff. He could honestly, he could have his own thing. Um, you know, he could have his own spinoff show or it could be, you know, promotion for the book series, you know, whatever yeah. they want to do. Um, and they're really going to use this to to drive everything. And then we're going to split off. And then, I mean, you look at who we have uh, directing this ship. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it, you know, we have we have pretty good pretty good captains on this ship and they they worked in or he worked in with uh with marvel and so you know yeah. you have this almost avengers feel you yeah. know you you split everything off you bring it all back in and and we're gonna tie it all together um you know so so no i am not upset about all of the new faces that we're getting i think that it's fantastic i i love um i i've loved everything about this season um, but I do think that they're using the season as that driving point of, hey, there's all these other characters. We're, you know, we have the potential to make all these other shows, yeah. depending on how people react to them. And then, you know, we're gonna, you know, spread out and bring it all back together and just have this one, you know, big, awesome show. I, I, I'm I'm curious. 
the hype of the first season seemed to draw a lot of attention. I'm sure some people that have never seen a Star War in their life were like, I'm going to check, I'm going to give this a shot. And okay, it's cool. There's some violence. It's pretty cool. Like it felt like kind of an adult show. And then, yeah, it, all of us were like, obviously we're down for some Star Wars and this is epic and, and they're making a few polls here. It's great. Um, and then this season, it's like, okay, we obviously are pleased. There's a lot of polls we realize, but it also seems like that starting point for people to say, okay, who, why should I care about this person who took off this helmet and everyone freaked out about her with her red hair and how awesome she was? Let me go check out Rebels. Let me go check out uh, the Clone Wars. I, 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 we have to, here's the homework for you guys this, this next month. Find someone who hasn't seen Star Wars Ask them if they'd be willing to give the Mandalorian a try. I, I'd be curious to see how this is is testing with, with new potential Star Wars fans. I don't know enough, and I know it's tough in this COVID world to find people. But uh, Brent, do you have an example? Do they have to have not seen Star Wars before, or do they just not have to be like us? So maybe they've seen it. They don't really give a shit as much as we do. <laughs> I'm so down I can for find that. people like that. Okay, but they have not seen Star Wars. That's a difficult pull in this day and age. Okay, well let's yeah let's let's see. <laughs> that's true. I, I've come across a few in my lifetime. Luckily, I had the moment to 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 share it with them. But yeah, that's it's it's amazing what pop culture has spoiled for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, that that's let, let's let's ask those people if they watch it. What do they think? I, I have a friend in particular who asked me, "Hey, should I give it a shot?" And I said, "Absolutely." Don't know if she's followed through, so I'll, I'll report back as well because I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious to see, like, at some point, we're we just going to say, screw these newbies. We're going to dig. You thought Cobb Vance was a steep pull? <laughs> I've got something for you. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Rob, I, I, I went into this episode expecting a Ahsoka like everyone else. But I myself thought maybe it'd be towards the end of the episode. She'd just drop her hood. That's the reveal. We move on to something else. But... I was blown away by what I was seeing the first 30 seconds of the episode. I knew this was going to be a yeah. favorite of yours. What did you think of that opening? Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, the, her ferocity at the beginning was only met by at the very end when she chopped that guy in half and sliced <laughs> yeah. down that, like, thing. Yeah. I couldn't believe how vicious yeah. she was. Yeah. And then like, you know, it's really in the end she just freed that town. Yeah. But she was like tapping into some other things. Yeah. And I like how they held back when he was like, I need to find a Jedi and she was like, Well, she was kind of trying to push him off and go this way because it's still classic Ahsoka where she just doesn't think she's a Jedi. Yeah. Where she thinks she's just this other person. So I like that in the beginning. I mean, I got to say this, this series, as everybody has described right now, this series is making a shift. So when you talk about people who haven't seen, have only seen maybe a couple star Wars, doesn't give a crap about it, but yeah. watches the Mandalorian. That would be like my wife. Yeah. Those are people like, you know, Chrissy, who just never really cared about it, never cared about sci-fi. Yeah. But if if she's sitting in the living room and I put the Mandalorian on, it's watchable yeah. for her. And I want to go back to how it's becoming dark. So I want to go back to Solo. Yeah. So now this movie is kind of taking like a Solo-esque kind of approach I mean, the series, of course. Yeah. It reminded me of Solo, of how dark it was getting, how sinister, how behind the scenes, 
how they mentioned so many other things that are coming up. Mm-hmm. For me, I hear everybody saying this is going to start everything off. This is what we've been talking about every single Jedi Council. Yeah. We've been saying, man. I mean, I have a lot to say there. But it, what do you think? It uh, it feels I like how they use. Uh, yeah. Oh, real quick. I was going to say, I like how they use the same tactic for when the baby was climbing up in the chair and then he went to sit upright and they put the Mando's arm in, right in the way at the perfect timing. They use that <laughs> same type of technique for every time she went to kill a bro. They did. They put like a tree in the way, mm-hmm. uh, like yep. some fog, like, but yeah. she was murdering people straight up. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never see blood splatter or anything, but you're right. I was, and I, it, it's not, it's not that it's not believable. I, I, I know her background. I know where her headspace is right now. I understand why she's pissed off and almost probably feels like she owes Ezra this debt. And I've got to find him no matter yeah. what. I'm going to save these people in the meantime, but like I've got a mission and I'm not going to stop. Um, everyone's worth point. saving, but boy, that it was so funny that, and that's what was so shocking. We just came out of season seven of the Clone Wars where she's like, I ain't killing anybody. And she's just like deflecting yeah. shit. And it's like, you're cutting people in half now. Things have gone yeah. down over Ahsoka's lifetime that have just changed her as a person. And, and I, I love it so much. Nettie, it all, it, this episode brought me back to a discussion we had where you raise an epic idea of what could happen with Ahsoka in future Ahsoka stories. We had such a nice moment at this little camp. We got Groku and her in silence with some grumbling back and forth, which I, I think is a Holly's like, is he is he grumbling a lot more than ever? Yes, there's something there's something going on, some maturing. I don't know if he's going to have a deep voice here in like a couple episodes or something, but something's going on there. But a nice moment where there's some reflection and, and she's seeing this darkness that lives within this 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 little creature and it all it brings back all these emotions. And it took me to our conversation where you said at some point there's going to have to be Maybe not a reckoning, but there's going to have to be a moment where Ahsoka is confronted with dealing with Anakin and, and, and the past there. And, and maybe there's a possibility that we could have a Hayden Christensen force ghost and maybe they have a moment to hash things out. And for a second there, for a second, I was like, holy shit. We're going to have a Luke Skywalker Yoda moment on Octu where the camera pans and there's Yoda and you're like, oh my God, I thought it was happening. It may be a future episode or it may be an Ahsoka story, but were you getting that same excitement, Nettie, that, that something, something could be happy? Are we dealing with those feelings now or is, is this just the, this is the, this, this is just the kind of the, the, uh, the, oh God, what do you call it? The prequel to that moment. See, I don't know if I was expecting it in this. I don't know if they would pull something like that in The Mandalorian, but I definitely hope they still do if they do do more with Ahsoka down the line. Yeah. Based on the way she talks, you know, talking about how the attachment corrupted Anakin. She's obviously talking about Anakin. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes me wonder, has she already talked to him or did, like, Bail Organa fill him all in? Because yeah. it sounds like she knows how he fell and why he fell now, which... It's been a while since I've seen Rebels, but, you know, I don't think she really knows then. Yeah. So it definitely sounds like she's found out more. So I don't know. 
has she had that conversation by this point and is like forgiven him, but still is wary of what made him fall? Has she not talked to him and just figured it out? I definitely want to see that conversation at some point. I mean, if they do like an Ahsoka show, just in an episode with like, just like a, like you said, like the camera pan and just a voice saying, hey, Snips, and then oh. back until next week, and oh. that would be awesome, but... <laughs> that would be, I mean, that would be tear... I, I would ball Like, that's... that's there. We're going to have to have that moment. It, we, we've seen Luke Skywalker kind of go through that, and, and, and I, I just... It's, it's got to happen, and we got to get some backstory. You're right. Like, she's... Not she's not just lost her master there. She's gone through so much with, 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 with all these people she knew in, in this early rebellion, and a lot of them are gone. And it's so much to grapple with. I I can't wait to see what they do with it. It's too rich of material to not do anything. Um, but I don't want to get too many expectations because that's happened in the past. Um, definitely need to go in cool, calm, and collected as usual. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, Rob. I wanted to add something when when you were talking there, and you started making me think about like where Ahsoka was going, and she said, "A Jedi will find you." Now, in yeah. of course the Fallen Order series, that Jedi was Yoda in ghost form, but we know Luke and Leia are out right now so we know i mean i can't say that leia is technically a jedi and you can't say that like luke because he was never like you know but he is he's he in the in the eu he is a grandmaster jedi yeah so in the movie's terms and then going into disney it made me think about who the minute it said that i was like and all of our previous conversations is it luke or is it is do they take grogu put him in the middle of that little temple. He goes up and touches like a mirror thing like Cal did or whatever, goes through like a fear. That's when you maybe get the, the, the memory of the Jedi temple being seized by Anakin at that yeah. time. So maybe that's how you work that in. And then you flash forward and then you're like, is, is it the jet? Is it a Jedi ghost? Yeah. Or is it, it, because the way he made it sound, it's just like, just leave him there. Like, the Mandalorian yeah. isn't going to leave him there. Nah. There has to be a Jedi that speaks out to him. So I don't want to say, I don't think Luke's going to be able to figure that and go there. I I think it would have to be Yoda in Ghost form, just like what happened with Cal. Because when he went into those te- the temples, it was Yoda that was the ghost. Yeah, and it's it it begs the question, like, is it going to be... Because in, in Cal's instance, remember when he was facing those trials and he his his master showed up <laughs> and his master was kind of a dick at times but it was all a trial it was a, it was a test to kind of get him down the proper path is is it going to be someone that grogu is familiar with or is it going to be someone that's just hey i'm available right now i sense your call let me come help you out and guide you i i, I don't or yeah could it be a yoda like like uh like um ezra bridger he went to that temple and Yoda appeared, not in the flesh. Yoda wasn't dead, but he somehow projected himself like Luke Skywalker did uh, when 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 uh, when Ezra was trying to find his way in this temple. So it, it it's it's all seems like if I don't know, we have examples of it, but there's no clear story. There's no clear definitive way of like a Jedi hearing a call and, and coming to guide someone. It just kind of, usually it's by chance. They run into each other. It's like, I guess we're going to be buddies and let's bring down the empire. Brent, what, what were you going to say? 
Well, it's got a, a couple things based on where you guys went with that. Um, but I was going to go back real quick. You know, all the talk about um, Ahsoka and the Anakin moment that we all need to see. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is that better left in an animated version? Oof. Only because if you do it live action, you bring in Hayden Christensen and you have then Rosario Dawson, which while would be totally awesome, are not the people that have ever had that interaction. True. To where it should be Ashley Eckstein and whoever it was that did the voice of Anakin from Clone Wars and Rebels or Clone Wars, because those are the people that actually had that interaction as the two of them. Yeah. Where, you know, if you save it for an animated version, then at least you have Ashley Eckstein and you can bring back whoever does does the voice of Anakin. That's true. Um, but I mean, I mean, and that's where you know it kind of gets weird or whatever. It's like you know where you get that impact from the two people that, while they should have that interaction going on, never actually interacted. Yeah, no, you're absolutely uh, right. You know, you know, so I'm just wondering about that. Um, but then, you know, then we get to who's reaching out and, you know, that old uh, baby Yoda, or sorry, Grogu. Grogu is that uh, <laughs> he's got to connect with stuff like that, you know. Because um, all Ahsoka said was that the temple was strong in the force, but she didn't say which side. So, I, like I said, I, you know, I kind of threw this out there last night. What if it's Palpatine that reaches out Jesus. to Grogu while or Grogu while he's out there? You know, hey, I'm I'm reaching out for me. You know, what 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 happens with Ned? Because you know that's ultimately what they're trying to get him for is to bring back Palpatine. Yeah. So what if he's the one that answers? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean that could be Episode Eight. I mean, I you know I would think that they're going to get there tomorrow. You know, in the next episode, yeah. And that Episode Seven and Eight would deal with the Dark Saber and Gideon. So that leaves Episode Six for them to go have Baby Yoda. Sorry, Grogu. It's going to be the tough one to get off of for a while. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Phrasing, he's, he's, reach, he's reaching out, and then at the end of the episode, basically, you know, before they jump away from Tython, you know, Gideon jumps in behind him, and you know, and that you you know you end episode six there, and then chapter seven, they're already in custody, and you kind of move on out from there, and then you rally the troops, you ring back, you know, Bo-Katan and Ahsoka and Cara Dune and Grief and the Rebellion and. Boy, you, know, you get your big finale. What a what a misdirection that would be. <laughs> you, you're expecting it's it's Master Luke, and then you just hear, <laughs> and it's Palpatine's laughing. You're like, oh my! And well, not to mention, uh, Din would have no idea how to handle. He'd be like, I, okay, this is the the guy that they were talking about. Well, I'll just hand him right over to the sicko, uh, Scotty. What do you think about that? Would that be that could throw us all off? Well, that's what I was kind of going to say back when uh, we started getting off onto all these spinoffs. Like, yeah. uh, I think that because Din's ship has a tracker on it, Gideon obviously is going to be following him. Yeah. I feel like the magistrate's information to Ahsoka is going to lead her to Gideon. So I feel like uh, Ahsoka is not just a one-timer thing on here like Boba Fett was. I feel yeah. like everyone's going to the same place. I feel like Tython is going to be the place where, like, Gideon catches up with them. Who knows? Maybe Boba Fett catches up with them all. And, like, yeah, I feel like <clears throat> hopefully the Rebels, if there's a sequel or whatever, it, I would like it to be live action. Yeah. I don't see – and I think Holly said this, too. I don't see them introducing characters in live action and then just going back to an animated thing with them. Uh, I think it would be really cool to have a team up of, like, Boba Fett – Din, Ahsoka, Sabine, you know, throw in a couple other random people, um, and that's like the new Rebels crew, yeah. and they're now facing Gideon, Thrawn, trying to get Ezra back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think they can do it all in like one or two shows, The Mandalorian ending 
in the sequel going toward that. And I, I mean, I, I got a deeper like theory, theory, speculation that Camino is going to show up and that like, it's a stronghold of the empire with cloning. Yeah. And then maybe that's, and maybe like the ending of the show is what forces them to go to Exegol. And like, it is the last remnant of the empire in the core galaxies or whatever. Yeah. It, it feels, I mean, they have the technology. Now there's the, the force sensitive nature of it is what is going to be the complex part. So yeah, take what they have. And then we're going to, I mean, who's the, who's the guy from lost who says dark magic. In, oh, in the Rise. He was so, good. so it's just like, yeah, there's something else there so that, that we don't understand. And, and that, that could be the, the, the missing link. So it, Camino has that definitely been also, referenced. Yeah. That was also straight out of the Palpatine playbook. Yeah. Like, if you are not going to be able to uphold your end of this, you need to kill yourself, everyone on board. Like, yeah. you know, they cannot find out what the contingency was. And I feel like a, the cloning contingency is the one thing they've never touched on. Yeah. And that's what this show is going to do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at this point, Palpatine's like, I survived this reactor core. Like, I trust nobody. <laughs> your chip's that's going down, y'all like, go down. Was he. So has he hopped bodies? twice or you Crazy. know like this is a big thing we could talk about if everybody wants to but oh, his soul dude. would have had Don't gone into snoke or then into snoke and then back into the other body which was his body that fell or you know like I, that gets me that gets me but yeah snoke was like that he was in snoke. there or no like it seemed like I would have have Snoke, so it was, he would have been at least bouncing between the snow right. multiple times. <clears throat> so something he knows how to do. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Remember, Palpatine said he's been every voice to Kylo Ren that he's ever yeah. heard. So going back to the theory of the whole Jedi Temple, if Yoda shows up, is that really Yoda? Yeah. That's that's and then you know you guys are really going off into Palpatine. Do remember that Abeloth could jump bodies and be in different avatars on different places in time at the same time. So if Palpatine... What's that? That'd be crazy if you could do it to multiple bodies at the same time. Yeah, I mean, but she could. She could because that's why she was this queen of the stars. I don't think he was as powerful as she was because he's never drank from the well and bathed in, you know, the pool. So I think that he was still short, but I think he knew about her somehow. And I think that, I mean, I always bring her up for that reason, because I always want to compare her to Palpatine and the way the movies made Palpatine. But but when you said he's jumping bodies or moving bodies, that just means that he is the force that goes from here to here. And that's what she did. Well, we don't, we don't even really know what Palpatine was studying we, we we hear him talking about I, I you know I've learned how to cheat death and obviously he's kind of like tempting Anakin with that. I mean we don't really know what he actually learned. And then after that moment, all those years after, I'm sure he's been studying it and 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 creating a plan. There's something bigger going on. Yeah, how is he? How is he able to, to kind of transfer? Ever handsome. I mean, he he, he really he really was. Yeah, Let George. Me see a handsome Snoke. Like, go ahead, Disney, pull that off. Yeah. What's up, Jory? Just to throw it in, uh, before Jory goes, uh, when she left an avatar, they died. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Yeah, Jory. No, I was just going to go back to what Scotty was saying about 
<clears throat> it might have been Scotty or Brent. I don't actually remember, but about um, you know bringing it all back in, um, you know, and, and having this rebels like kind of uh, yeah. vibe with it. Uh, I, I definitely think that that's that is very possible, but I think it would be four, five, six years down the road, just because of at that point, you know, you have all these. Uh, like all these actors that you're probably going to be paying pretty big money to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that would kind of be like the, I mean, and I kind of, I always compare it to the Avengers, but I think that that would kind of be like your big team up movie Mm -hmm. or obviously uh, it ended up being a series. Um, But I think it would, you would need to draw in even more um, viewership before they did something like that. I mean, that sounds like, just Go ahead. Just Go ahead. Enough time. It sounds like just enough time to work out a Sebastian Stan deal. Drop Rogu <laughs> off at Luke Skywalker's academy. Throw like Ben Solo is going to be born. Like, do it. Deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, and I'm definitely down. I just I think that this uh, you know this this idea of the the rebels spin. Um, I, I love it, but I definitely yeah, think I that. Money wise and um, business wise, that I think it would end up having to be, you know, down the road a little bit. Make sure we have everybody hook, line, and sinker. Everybody subscri- subscribing to uh, Disney Plus at this point because we're going to be paying, mm-hmm. you know, the the HBO numbers of, you know, we're paying Sebastian Stan uh, almost a million dollars an episode, or we're well, paying. They're doing TV. Uh, you know, and just and just you know, you're you're paying all this big money, so you want to make sure that you have all the eyes on it as you know, pos- or all the eyes on it possible, and have all the subscriptions and all that money coming in. It, is is it too is it too much to connect all of it? It, it felt like it was going to be a separate thing, and now, God, that previous episode of this one with the the parent cloning. I mean, we all had an idea that that was what was going on, but I feel like we've just dug ourselves in like extra deep now and, and we're connecting things that I had never really even thought about. Is it, is that, is it too much? Are we asking too much, Jory? No, we're definitely not. And I think that that, that episode, um, really, you know, we were talking about aftermath earlier and I think that that really tied in the contingency plan, like to a T. And I think that, you know, um, just, Showing the continuity and everything yeah. that we have is like I, we haven't had anything in Star Wars lately that felt very continuous and, yeah. and and everything really flowed. And I think, you know, obviously that had to do with the prequels kind of being chopped up a little bit and a lot of um, a lot of people not being happy with, you know, whatever side of it that they were on. Yeah. But this is just. It, it flows so well, and there are not a lot of not a lot of uh, uh, holes in in everything that we have going on. You know, we yeah. because we're just picking from you know different spots, and and you know we don't have a lot of uh, a lot of things to go off of. But you know, everything just seems really you know it's all flowing very very well right now, and I love it. If there's ever a time to do it, right now is. Everyone else yeah. is. Marvel's doing it. DC's supposed Flashpoint. So it's like, DC's trying. do your thing. Yeah, do your thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and so I, I've, been, I've, I've been thinking about, like, you know, I, I obviously I've mentioned I have kind of some concerns about how tied in we're getting with this. And in and, and thinking now, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing Rebels to this show. 
and, and yeah, it's animated. It's different in that sense. And but every couple episodes, we had a familiar face show up. Lando would show up. Leia would show up. Ahsoka would show up, and they would pay. You know, they play even even Vader. Vader had some of the most epic moments mm-hmm. in Star Wars history in Rebels. Yet he's only in a couple episodes. But it it was almost as if we let that slide. No one was saying, give me more Lando. Give me more Leia. No one was really asking for that. It's I, th- I felt like we had such a deep connection with the crew that they'd created and the story that we were getting. It was It was enough. But then I think also we kind of... We had an understanding of where those characters were going in the future and what their eventual, you know, history would be. But with these characters like Bo-Katan, with Thrawn, with, you know, characters, we, we really don't know where the story's going. It, it feels unfinished. So here's a tease for where they are now. You still have no idea where they're going, but you're going to have to wait a couple of years, and we'll give you a Bo-Katan. We'll give you a Mandalorian show where it's literally about Mandalore and Bo-Katan rebuilding the planet. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to compare the two, but they're so different um, and, and, and such different stories. Yeah, Rob. Uh, so when everybody was just throwing everything together, you know that I'm always the one that's always on the outer rim. I started thinking about Transformers. Now, just take into a second that, like, the big guys, like Palpatine, were talking about body things. So, I do remember in Transformers that there was a virus that they were able to transmit after Prime died, of course. So, we'll go after Prime. He, they, they did with that. Plus, Starscream also became a ghost. Now, when Unicron was destroyed... Unicorn still talked to all the Transformers, especially Starscream, through that the whole episode where Starscream tried to take the eyes of you know Metroplex and the you know the dinosaur for whatever I'm having a mind blank on Transformers. That's actually weird. And he tried to take their eyes and put them in Unicron's head and attach it to Cybertron to where he would have been able to transform Cybertron. This has nothing to do with Star Wars, but I always try to pull something from outside that thinks. And how how was a robot to have a ghost? And how the big bad guy ultimately was always Galvatron and how they were able to reform him and then eventually form him back also from Galvatron back to Megatron. And then you had where Unicron was still in it. And you could say, well, that's because everybody is a computer. But at that point, are the Transformers really the Jedi in their universe? Whereas, do we have the Jedi for Star Wars? I just, that's just something I heard when everybody said Marvel, DC, this, that. It's been done in Transformers, too. Are we all robots, Rob? That's a question I ask myself daily, but I wish I could add some commentary to your Transformers talk. Honestly, have no idea the history of it uh, other than more recent history, but uh, I mean, I, maybe. I, I don't know. It definitely it definitely feels like they're going to take a, a, you know, a page from the Marvel playbook and, and are looking to to build this thing out over, you know, over years from now. 
What's that? Did I drop a bomb? Did I drop a bomb, man? I mean, I've, I have no idea because I, I don't know what Transformers really are. I can't uh, be the only one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I think I'm a little – think about the conversation, guys, we were having a couple months ago. We were all talking about the past. We were all talking about where is Star Wars going now. We were talking about the Old Republic. We were talking about what the hell we wanted to see going back in time. We haven't had a conversation like that in a while. Is the future of Star Wars the future of Star Wars? I mean, it feels feels like it's going there. Jory? I think it is. I think um, I actually think for the first time um, th- that Star Wars fans actually have have a sort of a bright future. Um, you know, and, and I say that as an all encompassing, I think the vibes are kind of getting better. Um, you know, we have, we know that we have more Mandalorian to come. We know that, you know, that there are potential spinoffs, but then we also have, uh, the high Republic to look forward to. And, and I think that the future of star Wars is both. I think, you know, I think that they could have both those storylines going and, and everybody, just be happy. Um, I, I don't know if I really want them to tie both of them in, yeah. um, you know, which, uh, I mean, if anybody can do it, maybe Favreau and Filoni can do it. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that everything, you know, going forward, is long, I think as long as they just have a cohesive writing unit, um, everything will just be good to go. Well, are, are people going to be sick? So you're right, like, right, like the future – is always tying back to the past. We we haven't seemed to fully let go of that Skywalker lineage and that story just yet because we're still saying, hey, is all this about Palpatine and this cloning? Like it's all kind of it's all coming back to that. When are we gonna take a leap of faith and maybe, you know, Gideon's actually really working with the Chiss or or some, you know, maybe unknown threat out there. When are we gonna expand this world? Uh, and kind of blow it up a little bit and, and move past all that. Brent, uh, what, what's the future? I, I think the future is going to take place in all sorts of different time frames. Um, I, you know, we got the old Republic up and up, so I think you know they're going to delve into the past and they're going to expand you yeah. know, what, what happened back there, and it's going to become official canon because yeah. everything that happened previously is no longer canon. Um, yep. And then I think you got the Mandalorian, which is kind of taking place you know, in its time frame, filling in the gaps of what was happening and, you know, doing a really good job, I think, of explaining what was going down during the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of that unknown knowledge that people want to know. And I think they're going to, they're going to try to start filling in some, of, uh, at least a half of that. They're not going to touch with the Mandalorian. I don't think the Ben Solo aspect of it. Um, but I think they're going to let you know, this is how Palpatine came back and this is why Palpatine is back. And, you know, they're going to do that aspect of it there. Um, and then I think after watching the Lego holiday special, <laughs> I think we may actually get some more stuff in the future with Ray. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, you, you look at the end of rise of Skywalker, she, she lights the yellow lightsaber and then you just walk away from it. It's like, no, you, you're going to get more stuff with Ray. And then the fact that they acknowledge that Finn is force sensitive and granted yeah. it's Lego and it's not Canon. Um, but you know, you, you got on and it's just that temple. With a gem just chilling there. <laughs> exactly. The world and, between you know, and, you know, and I said this, you know, I watched, I watched the Lego Holiday Special, and you bring time travel into the Star Wars universe in yeah. the most ridiculous fashion possible, and you do it in Lego, so that way when the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda go and do it, yes. people are accepting of it. 
Yeah. So, you know, when they walk into the world between worlds and they walk out a thousand years in the past, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool because we saw Ray do this. Oh, High Republic. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. I, th- so I, I think with it, it's my, six... my, my, my whole theory is still valid. It has not been driven away yet. <laughs> I, I think you're street. right. <laughs> and to be honest, uh, to be fair, I think they're actually thinking of changing the name of that uh, special to uh, episode 10. So, <laughs> The World Between Worlds. I think that's. I there think they've go. changed the name because it sure felt like a continuation. I don't know about you, but Jory. is definitely coming back. <laughs> Jory, you had something? <laughs> no, I just, if we, do get Ray, if we do get Ray, will it end up being a live action or do we think that it'll end up being some kind of animation? Um, you know, do we think that Daisy will come back sooner than later or or is daisy gonna come back you know way in the future because i mean like right now it seems like john boyega probably won't come back to star wars i mean kind of the old people say they won't come back but then they end up doing it you know when when, you know time time heals time time heals wounds (laughs) but you know is it gonna take 20 30 years or Uh, do we think that it'll be you know, 10 years in the future and, and something like that? Or will all of this end up being, um, you know, animated series? Uh, they'll start filming in like five years and this will, this will release in 2026. Yeah. <laughs> well, he recently, John Puega recently said, hey, if if, if, if Daisy and, uh, uh, frick, forget Oscar. his name, Isaac. Oscar Isaac, if they're in, I'm in. He, he he said that recently uh, in an interview. So uh, don't count them out. And, and I think I think it's a good question. I think... I think it would be a, house money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 good money and and for what it was worth it was a success. There's a lot of people that love it. She she reshaped a, a new generation of Star Wars fans and I think I think the animated stuff that they've they've shown with with her character and the Forces of Destiny and, and all all that stuff that was it was pointed towards a younger audience. I think it was successful and to be able to kind of transfer that into a, a more mature animated show like we've seen with the Clone Wars and Rebels, I think I think that would work really well. And then in the future, future, talking, yeah, 20 years from now, maybe if they're on board, bring them back for something really epic. I think that would be, it would be fantastic. But Star Wars is never going to abandon the success they've had with the animation, especially now that they have their own streaming platform. They never had that before. You had to wait on on uh, Disney. Oh, God, what was the freaking television show that they were on? I don't even remember what it was on. It was 10 p.m. on a weeknight. I'm like, what the hell? What kid is staying up this late watching this? So they, they haven't even really properly released an animated series with the streaming service, they they've got it. So it's it's isn't it only tradition to wait literally thirty years and then do movies and then yeah. fill in that gap? It's, I mean, that's you what can't they've been doing. Now I know, I know they've got it running and they've. But you and you got why we haven't seen Hayden yet. That's it hasn't been thirty years. Big question God, mark, right? I want to see that, <laughs> Nettie. I I want to know where, where where do you think we're going from here? I, I mean. Whether that's you know this season of the Mandalorian or the future of Star Wars, like we're all kind of expecting this huge epic battle, like we got in in the first season. Like, is this are we going to end on that mountaintop? Or are we going to have you know a couple? You know, is the ship going to need repaired a couple more times? Are we even going to get there to that point? Is 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 Gideon actually going to confront him here in the end? Are we going to get an epic climax, or is it going to be a huge tease for another season? And I have no idea, and I love that. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, 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 say, I really don't know exactly what I expect to have happen here. I'm just excited to see what they do pull out. Um, phrasing. Right, yeah, um, perfect one. 
He caught himself. You know, a jewelry pulls out. <laughs> Big phrasing there. Are you? What? What are you enjoying about the, this season so far? We we have we've talked about it a little bit, but you missed you missed last council, so we haven't got too many thoughts from you here. And I think we either postponed a prior one or I, I can't remember. But it's been a while since we've talked about it. What are you really really enjoying that they're doing this season? Is there anything? Is there an episode in, in, in particular that really sticks out to you so far? Yeah, I just think all the pulls they're making, kind of just like we talk about, they've been doing it really well. Because, you know, when we were talking back in the summer when all these leaks were happening, we were like, I don't know if I want any of these yeah. to be true because it might overshadow Din and uh, Gorgu. Yeah. And, I mean, to an extent, maybe that's happening, but I think they've been balancing it really well. But it does still feel like Din's journey and Din's story. So I think they've been balancing that really well. And say one thing I'll throw out there is – Doing that final scene with Gideon when he's looking at all the suits of armor, clones, droids, whatever they were. See, I couldn't help but think um, of the era of the the original Tron trilogy that's now the Legends. How, like, Thrawn's entire plan in that, I guess, spoilers if anybody wants to read these, but that entire plan for that was that he was making clones and, like, a clone army to bring back the Empire, basically. And... Now, granted, we know a lot more about the Clone Wars and the clones now than we did back when those that trilogy was written. But I kind of got vibes for that. And then Ahsoka just name drops Thrawn, and I'm mm. like, "Let's go! Let's let's keep going." I just I really want to see where they're headed with this. Yeah, are we all wrong? Is 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 this this concoction of M count blood or goo or whatever they're doing? Are they, are they making super soldiers? That was something we talked about in an episode. Maybe it's not even for Palpatine. Maybe Gideon's off doing his own thing. I think that's a, that's a very real possibility to me. Palpatine was clones. I don't know. They are dark troopers. They're dark troopers. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the descriptive audio thingy going on in the background, it actually says, you know, like scientists working in armed dark troopers. And so that's, so that's the mind, what they are. It's like a clone, though, right? Huh? They, yeah. They've had the different Dark iterations. Were like the super battle droids. Yeah. Like the Empire's generation of battle droids. Yeah. Oh, so and don't forget that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So they're not the clones. And, you know, and then it makes okay. the wonder. It's like, you okay. know, was Gideon part of the contingency plan and then kind of went rogue? So yeah. He, like, kind of yeah. got stuff set it up and then kind of went, you know, I, I got this dark saber. I got this. And then, like, I like Nettie's suggestion is this Operation Dark Blade that they kind of spoke of in Rogue One. Yeah. Because, you know, you kind of think it's like, what other ones have we seen? We've seen the hyperspace. Oh, yeah, track. the dark saber seen, they said or whatever. Yeah, we've seen the... Uh, We'd seen Project Stardust because that yep. was the Death Star, and then you know, and what are the ones that they mention off right there? It's like you know, the Dark Blade is like, well, he's got the Dark Saber, and you know that, or you know, you think of the Dark Blade. Is that just was that the Super Star Destroyers? Because at that point in time, they hadn't been released yet, and you think a giant dark triangle is kind of like a Dark Blade. So you know, a couple of different things, that, different ways that could go there. But I like the Dark Saber aspect. So I'm like, yeah, I thought Nettie nailed that there with with bringing up the the black saber mentioned from Rogue One. I think it could very well be what we're witnessing right now. And so my question then is like, are all these different projects that we heard about in Rogue One is that Palpatine putting people on saying, hey, this moth is going and doing this. This moth is doing this. This laboratory is doing that. And it's all to serve a common purpose. Is that, Jory, is that anything maybe you were thinking of? Or... Might have lost Jory. He's muted. 
that. No, I muted. I accidentally muted uh, Rob, and I was trying to click on my own uh, microphone. No, um, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know where they're going with that. Um, like as far as like how they're going with that, but my tie back to the Dark Troopers, though, it, or, it, all of the Beskar that the Empire was stealing mm-hmm. from. Uh, from Mandalore, you know, do, is that to create the dark trooper armor? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we're going to have these like super powered dark troopers that are, you know, just, they are almost Jedi repellent, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and so, you know, I think that that could all tie back in. I don't know if this is where they're going to go with it, but, you know, just a little speculation for it. Well, we've seen in the past, I mean, yeah. in legends you have, the Yuzen Vong and things like that, that, you know, Jedi powers and, and even some weaponry, they, they could kind of avoid a lot of that. You have uh, in the, not the original oh, Thrawn so trilogy, but the, the second iteration, uh, not the newest, but the second iteration, you had the Separatists that were developing technology to, 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 to shield from Jedi lightsabers. And so now we're learning this Beskar does the very thing, and it it makes sense. I don't know if if ever in, in Star Wars history, Mandalorian said specifically, we have armor that will wield off a lightsaber. I don't know if that's ever been specifically stated. It makes the most sense that these are their arch enemy for for you know a millennia or whatever. And of course, they would create something that would deflect a, a lightsaber. And it was nice that we got that we got that confirmation in this episode, like full on, no questions asked. And I think. The first season, we saw whatever that guy's name, whatever the the the, the doctor guy, whoever uh, had the job out for the Mando, he was paying him in Beskar too. So it seems like it's like uh, it's it's pretty lucrative. There's a lot of Beskar around to give. We can bribe people with it. It's it's a currency we're using to entice people. So and I'm sure that they're using that as well to entice some of those Mandos that maybe we even saw before maybe other mandalorians we haven't seen before um to get them kind of on their side i I don't know but i think it's a nice poll like they could be using it to build the armor as well it makes sense to me yeah rob i just i just wanted to add when everybody was talking right there the moths in the eu were their own clan like the huts yeah so they did their own shit so if if they're doing their own stuff and say he's got the dark saber, is he out to get the to make the emperor come back, or is he out for his own personal gain? In the EU, the moths were out for their personal gain. Yeah. They were just pretty much a gang. So I just wanted to throw that in there because when you were all talking about this moth and that moth, when yeah. you were talking about this moth, that moth, that moth, there's a lot of moths. Just like I said, moss. Just like there's a lot of huts too. So that's kind of like the moss kind of take over, and like in a political way, they start pushing their powers as well in the EU. So you're getting a moth reference in the Mandalorian. We're also getting like time travel. We're also getting you know a baby Yoda species. We're also getting so much more that when yous were all talking about where is this going, maybe it is finally going to EU. Maybe. Yeah, Jory. 
No, I think uh, I think he is on to something there because even in I, I want to say it was a Leia book, <clears throat> um, they even kind of showed uh, a different Moff, and it wasn't Moff Tarkin, Grand Moff Tarkin. I believe it was a different Moff that was kind of, you know, bullying and showing his power and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, he was still a part of the Empire and and still all, in, you know, the Empire is the all encompassing, but he was kind of showing his own. Um, you know, his own strength and kind of pulling things his own way. And I forget who, which moth this was, but, um, you know, there is some, some representation of that even in Canon right now. Yeah. The, the original the, the book. The, yeah. Go ahead. Sky. I was going to say, what book was it where it was revealed that Vader was Anakin Skywalker and that Leia and Luke are his kids because we're creeping up or maybe we've already passed that part of the timeline, but that's when like the Snoke gets revealed, maybe around the same exact time. Like it, we I, could be close. That's in bloodline. Um, yeah, yeah. But that sounds I, like I 20 years I, later. Yeah. I don't believe we're there yet. I could be wrong because yeah, if we're going to really hint at like the rise of the first order, that would be cool to see how the galaxy responds to that. Like the Republic would have to backtrack a lot, and you know, it'd be interesting. Just, but what if what if the what if what if the first order it, the first order felt like a pawn that that you know Palpatine yeah. said, "Hey, you're so gonna like, you're gonna here you go all whatever was whoever was in charge. I can't remember from the aftermath who was sent out to to the unknown regions to kind of initiate this first order." They felt like a pawn. You know what I'm saying? Like it was kind of a, hey, you, the resistance, the, this new republic. You're going to focus on this. We're going to we're going to invade territories. It's going to look just like the empire, and you're going to your attention's going to be there. And there's something else going on. I hope this is something. I hope that Moff Gideon, just like we saw in the 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 the, the, the second iteration of Thrawn, the first book of that, you had these moths, a very big political struggle that. They were power hungry, right? They were trying to look good in the eyes of the emperor, and they were out to run systems. They were they had their own agendas. They wanted to they wanted revenge, whatever it was. Um, <clears throat> we saw with with what's her face in this episode. I can't remember. She had a terrible name in this last episode. Uh, who had the awesome fighting style? A terrible name. Does anybody remember her name? Was Morgan Elizabeth. Yes, not a Star Wars name oh, at yeah, all. But Elizabeth. I'll I'll let it pass. Uh, felt like it was out of something else. But uh, I, I want to see that. I want to see someone break the mold a little. But yeah, we all support the Emperor. Hail the Empire. That's great. But you know what? I got these super bots. I got some plans of my own. I've got some uh, high M count blood. Let's do some stuff with it. This Gideon may have no idea what the hell the Emperor's doing, and I am down for that. Um, but we but all that was like the the character I wrote about in the Google Doc. Well, she was trying to yeah, exactly. claim herself as the pirate queen of wild space. Yep. Like, who are you? Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, it's a huge universe. We can't. Yeah. It's not just the first order in this power vacuum. There's so much else going mm-hmm. on. There's so many people that had so much control that their emperor's yeah. gone. Not everyone's going to be up. loyal to him. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Brent. Yeah. I was just thinking because yeah. you know, in uh, in the man in what was it, episode three when uh, when you got Bo-Katan and whatnot at the end when you know because he's saying for the Empire, um, so Gideon is still aligned with the Empire and I'm wondering by this point in time five years after was you know if he's part of Operation Cinder, 
would he still be calling himself the Empire? Or would he not even be making himself known? Because at that point in time, they should have all been hidden and like tucked away. And yeah. they don't really make themselves known publicly until you get closer to the bloodline, you know, 20 years down the road. Yeah. And so, you know, he may be out there still, you know, part of the remnant and kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. And you know, might have been, you know, supposedly supposed to be part of the operation center, but they didn't go with it. So when you kind of think about it like that, it makes it kind of interesting as to, you know, what's going on. And then, you know, or is he... Was he aware of Operation Cinder? Mm-hmm. And he's got the best guard making the Dark Troopers, so he can fight off Palpatine and yeah. control the way these people himself. react. Like, and so he's kind of like you know yeah. he should be aligned with the Resistance, but you know I'm the Empire and I'm not going to do that. But I'm also not going to let Palpatine come back, sort of style. So it could be kind of interesting the way they take this. Yeah. Didn't 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 say he was killed in like like it was supposed that Gideon was killed before as well. Well, he thought I, that he died when he blew up his when he crashed. He didn't yeah, feel like he survived oh, the crash. Yeah. I thought it was before that, though. I thought no, there was a battle. No, he was referring to the crash after the time. Yeah. Okay. He didn't okay. okay, okay, okay. It was kind of since we all knew it was kind of just like, wait a second, you didn't know he di- he didn't die. Like it, we, we all kind of saw it. So yeah, I was a little confused too when he's like, wait a second, and he just takes off to go get baby. I'm like, what are you running for? Oh yeah, you don't know that Gideon's alive. Sorry about that. Yeah. And he doesn't know about the dark saber, so he didn't know that's who Bo-Katan was talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. The guy, and he didn't mm-hmm. probably still has to put two and two together. And I, I'm totally down. Like, I, I think Moff Gideon is what better way to like maintain order than to yeah, yeah, hail the Empire, you know, long live the Emperor. Yeah, well, I'll go along with that. You, my subservient folks, you'll you're, that's what you're here for. Yeah, let's hail the Emperor. But like, I've got this oh, other you thing. Don't that believe I'm me, doing. here's a lightsaber. Exactly right. So there's he he has the dark saber. He's no different than Maul. Right, he's yeah. he's a, a very similar character, just not as powerful, not as cool, <laughs> but he he obviously has those kind of selfish desires. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe you it's just, the second iteration of Ma- well, the third iteration of Maul, maybe it's the second you iteration just, of Vader. Based you on just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's trying to, to become force sensitive. Yeah, like the Hux in that other script. Like I want that. Like him trying to being so yeah. envious of these people. That like, oh, okay, so I've heard numerous people say that this is a thing that's in every single one of us. Yep. How do I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like got to be a way. I like that one. Way. Yeah. It goes back to Star Wars Galaxies. An, ex- an experimental it, just it, that because that's the missing piece, right? He's got all mm-hmm. these people that, that answered to him. He's got this powerful weapon, but what do I do with it? I wouldn't stand a chance against. Right. Let, let me surround myself with these super yep. soldiers. I'm just missing this one piece, and let's let's do some experimental stuff. This is maybe they're thinking that the, all this technology we have was meant for the emperor, but we didn't get around to it. It was meant for him. Hey, I'll, let's see what I can do with it. I mean, maybe I make myself a grand army, and, <laughs> and and but I mean, the force couldn't save Palpatine either. So I. I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys. I was really sh- – I was. I guess I sh- shouldn't be shocked, but I'm going through the Squadron's um, story right now still. Sorry, I haven't finished it. Dude, but that game's so hard. It's so difficult, and that's why I <laughs> so gave up on the story for a bit. I was like, I'll just go play some people online, <laughs> oh which was a bad idea. But So I'm going through the story, and, and I was talking <laughs> to this Imperial officer, and she just blatantly was just like, the emperor never should have, like, openly saying that the emperor never should have <laughs> dissolved the Senate. Like, that would have, mm. we, we could have stuck around a lot. Like, she was openly, like, hey, hey, but I'm not saying that, you know, death to the emperor, but 
we did some things wrong. It's just like even a kind of, you know, lower commanding officer like that has an opinion, is is willing to let that be known in this era. I think Gideon's up to something different, guys. Throw Palpatine out of the book here. I, I think I think it's I think it's all him, man. And he may be a super soldier. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. How did he get the Darksaber? Maybe some of this yeah. experimentation is working. I, I don't know. I don't know. You guys you guys brought up a good fact earlier too when you guys were talking about like that maybe he's just like he's not a pawn but with the dark saber or the cool armor he really portrays himself to the people that follow him and that makes him strong so when you have people following you you know how many times has this been done in any history mm-hmm. that somebody's kind of been you know the Manchurian candidate. Yeah. That's a lot to say after a few <laughs> nebulous. Well, and everybody knows too, like not for nothing. People aren't uh, shy of the fact that there's always a master and an apprentice. Yeah. I feel like in general, when he revealed himself and everyone was like, Oh, actually here's this guy. And here's this guy. They always knew there was two of them. So um, they have to suspect that there's something, you know, out there. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. here. I'm here for it. Uh, anybody got any any other Mandalorian thoughts? I just want to throw this out there. I know I'm so bad at this. What if the Jedi that shows up is Cal? I I think that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, I he he is someone who is actively with you know his crew now is actively going out looking for Jedi information. It seems like that's not necessarily what Ahsoka's doing. She seems what to be we, for Ezra. Uh, what if we hear the words Ashla and Bogan? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Because that was and like. Tython is like. Exactly. I want there to be like. Anything's possible. I want there to be like a Bendu on Tython. That would be sick, right? Like like yeah. an old ancient. We can't forget that uh, Dave Filoni is involved heavily in this. Because I was expecting uh, some even weirder stuff than we saw on Oct 2, right? Like, it was just, it was cool. Like, there's some huts around, and it's, there's a cool forest tree there. We didn't really talk about much in some books, but, like, yeah, maybe there's something else going on here. In my mind, I'm just picturing it as Oct 2, and I need to stop that. But maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe there's someone there, you know, that doesn't consider themselves a Jedi. Because it, wouldn't it be kind of cool? We Cal's whole thing, you know, at the end of, of, of Fallen Order is you determine your own destiny. And so it's like, mm-hmm. are we going to continue that with, with Grogu? Is that the same? Is he actually going to, or, or, you know, maybe he's going down a middle path. Maybe it's it's he's not to become old. a Jedi. Too old. Too old to be trained. <laughs> I just want to hear, I just wanted to hear Ahsoka say that. We didn't get it. That's oh, okay. Man. She still refused to train him, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, even though he'd you already know. had 20 years of training, apparently. But whatever, Ahsoka, she knows best, I guess. Um, you know, speaking of uh, Dave Filoni. Uh, I'm going back to this last episode. I would be interested to see how Rosario Dawson portrays Ahsoka without Dave Filoni behind the camera. Um, yeah. Because, you know, how much was that her and how much was that just Dave knows how Ahsoka should be portrayed and she was able to follow the direction. So, you know, if she comes back on a, a non-Dave Filoni episode, I think that's when we'll really get to say, you know, how, how Rosario does with Ahsoka there or whatever. But, I mean, I yeah. thought this last episode was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Jory. I thought her mannerisms were like 
just spot on. Yeah. I thought that like yeah, everything sure. about um, how she portrayed Ahsoka was absolutely spot on. Um, even just like obviously the voice was different, but everything else about you know how she portrayed Ahsoka was absolutely perfect. Um, one little thing that I was going to get to tonight, um, and you know this is the second season and historically with our trilogies um the second movie is always kind of the darker ending of that um so you know i wouldn't be surprised and and don't get me wrong if it goes anyway i don't really care i just i i'm all in on mandalorian um but i could really see this going to where like um gideon actually uh, somehow gets uh uh grogu like he yeah you know takes him you know he he he, you know, whether it's on Tython or, or, or where, wherever they are, um, you know, we, we end up getting, you know, to where, uh, Grogu is separated from the Mandalorian, from Din. And then, you know, we get into that third season of, you know, it's the hunt and getting him back and, and things like that. Uh, I just wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were. Um, if anybody had any thoughts on where they thought the season was going to end. I, I'd love that. I, I think that's a, a uh, brilliant idea. It was something that we talked about a couple weeks ago and that maybe, maybe Din could even say, Hey boy, that dark saber is pretty sweet. Uh, maybe you want this little guy, Moff Gideon, maybe make a trade. Maybe that would be his downfall, but could we see uh, another fan favorite in Bo-Katan, you know, a, a, a darker side to her, you know, willing to, to give up the child for the dark saber. I, I feel like, what an intense fall that would be, you know. Her her intentions may be good, but she's willing to do whatever it takes. She seemed like a much, much more determined, less BS Bo Katan in this show. So I think maybe if it's if it's not you know Den's fault, if it's someone else that he trusted, a fellow Mandalorian saying, he'd be like, that is not the way. <laughs> that is not the way I was taught. Uh, Nettie, what do you think about that, man? Is that could we be setting ourselves up here thinking that there's going to be this epic little green bean turning into a Jedi Knight before our eyes, but lo and behold, he's swooped away, and it's by it's by maybe someone we like, or it, things end in darkness, and we're here waiting for God knows how many months for some resolution. Yeah, I want to put it past them. Keep that subscription money coming in. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so that's definitely a good point. And Ahsoka also, I'm pretty sure I've only seen the last episode once but doesn't she make the comment let grogu choose yeah his destiny so what if din puts him up there and he's like no i'm sticking with you dad and you dad. know they go off and do it from there and i don't know how that would go i mean obviously you still have gideon to come in there but that's one way to look at it and then based on what we've seen so far it definitely seems like at least the blood of Grogu is playing a crucial part in the creation of Snoke and Palpatine clones and all of that. So either they're going to have to find another force user or user yeah. to get that blood from, or they're going to have to get a hold of him at some point because we know they succeed in that manner. So I think, yeah, I definitely don't see it as unlikely that that could happen at some point. Yeah, I love that. End it in darkness. I'm yeah. always down for that. Can I bet stakes. You got to have stakes. piggyback yeah. that? Yeah, Rob. I want to. I want to piggyback that, man. So this is how you just. This is how you do it all. This is how you kill Grogu, and you use the energy. You end the season with 
everything stuck into him and it sucks everything out of him to eventually, maybe not this season, maybe this season, but eventually make Palpatine. Because what Nettie was just getting on there was that eventually you got to turn this over because when Ray's around, we don't know where Grogu is. So he must be vanquished, he must be gone, or he's the next series. But as of right now, what I'm hearing from a lot of us, we have to agree that we think he gets sucked everything out of him. And it goes back to Final Fantasy and so many different games and so many different movies. You suck everything out of that one person. Phrasing. And wow. that. Big time phrasing. Wow. Poor one out. Yeah, seriously. And that, and that is ultimately like the most saddest thing you can ever witness. When they take the color from Prime and Transformers the movie, when I saw it, when it first came out, every kid in the theater cried. If you see Baby Yoda get hit, the life sucked out of him, it's probably more dramatic than Empire Strikes Back. It's going to have a big X rating on it. Yeah, Jory. I was thinking that were Ahsoka. Yeah. Rob, you can shut your Abeloth loving mouth right now. <laughs> you suck the life out of Baby Yoda. Boy, a lot I of people will be I will drive to Pennsylvania and punch you in the face. Because <laughs> that's that's the unifying factor, right, Jory? That it's it's that is a huge driver of the show. For a, I I had people at work that hadn't seen a Star Wars ever. And but hey, they knew about it because of Baby Yoda. So yeah, it, it could ultimately lead to that, Rob. This early, I hope not, because a lot of people are going to be really disinterested at that point. But you're right; something has to happen at some point. Or he, I mean, it's a huge galaxy, though, right? Like they could be off doing his own thing. Yeah. Who knows? He joins the Chiss Ascendancy, becomes a Skywalker. I, who knows what the hell there can happen? Know. But you're right. Some I've seen some people say maybe he eventually finds Luke's temple and is destroyed when Ben Solo and that giant cloud show up. Like who knows? There could be could some you? way of writing him off. I guess. Think about this. Another Ahsoka trait that happened in this episode. She lost her second lightsaber like always. God. Seriously, someone needs to pull that thing out of the koi pond. Brent, I mean, is she is she right. running single saber now or what? Oh, she got it back. You just no, she got it back. Okay, That's okay. just a little push, the force switch right there. Force she always does it though. But wouldn't have been fun if she pulled, thinks she's pulling it out of the koi pond and she actually pulls a big giant fish up. She's like, damn it. Forces yeah, all off and just pulls fish, it. You know, right? It, right? That's what I'm saying. It could have been a nice comical <laughs> moment. There wasn't yeah, enough comedy in that one. Like the frog yeah, lady. I mean, they're, they're yeah. not going to yeah. suck the life out of Baby Yoda this, this season. Not this season. Uh, Maybe they'll start of season so. three because they're not going to lose all their subscriptions before the start of the next one. Like we just so gave him a name. For at least another 12 months. Yeah, we just gave him a name. You got to have a whole nother yeah, round of merchandise with the name on it. just got a name. So, yeah, they're not going to suck the life out of him this season. we trust. They got to sell the same toy. It's also the sec- it's also the second the second uh, you know season of the series and that's yeah. also the love story. Yeah. So who's Mando getting down with? I mean <sighs> Sasha Banks, Bo-Katan. I could see Frog a Lady. I, I mean Frog s- Lady seems like he was already Sasha hit, Banks so thing. Not- that would be a good that'd be a good play. Yeah. Or, or the I mean, armor. Yeah. Ahsoka, Ahsoka could come back. I mean, you need somebody to help train and you know, he's going to listen to him, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. 
So, but, at- I mean, I, I thought it was great that she didn't actually take him to train because I yeah. mean, you, you need that father, that father son aspect of the show. And if you, if you would have bonded him off, you'd be like, what are you doing? Dude? Absolutely. That bond is just, it's just beginning. We can't, we can't lose it now, but what, what about the armor guys? Like I, I just have to ask about that because mm-hmm. she seemed really important and she had a little bit of knowledge. Like, are we just not expecting anything from her now in the future? I, I think she's like the equivalent of Bo-Katan for their little clan because she had the fancy helmet, and you look at Bo-Katan's helmet, she's got the fancy markings on it. Everyone else just has the plain, yeah, on the script, your Mando helmet. So, I mean, so the armor had to have been, you know, the head of their clan or whatever. So she's got to have some sort of importance, and I think we'll see her again. I don't know if we'll see her this season, but we probably will see her definitely in season three if we don't see her at the end of this one. Okay. Or she, you know, Maybe Bo-Katan's out there grabbing her right now, or after they get apprehended by I had a by Gideon, then you know, Bo-Katan's going to go rally the armor and whoever's left of the Night Watch, and they're all going to get together and be happy campers. And, yeah, you know, some will leave their helmets on, some will take them off, and you know, some people will get COVID, some will. That's what happens when you do that. In a pandemic, the helmets stay on. I think. I think that's that's probably why they started that. Yes, Scotty. I was gonna say I think it would be cool if they brought that coven back, and somehow the uh, Vizsla descendant mm. somehow yeah. now is like they've seen the dark saber. He's like now like I can stake my claim again. Yeah, I think it would be a cool like because Favreau did bring up Game of Thrones, and I feel like it's really the game of Mandalore's throne yeah. or the dark saber in general. And there's multiple clans now they've brought up that could assume the throne by either force or otherwise yeah uh, it would was be cool if they went that way it was such a huge part of rebels i don't see why mandalore we, the planet itself we really have no idea what the hell is going on there so i wonder too how far away mandalore is from trask yeah that staging area like yeah were they gutting Mandalore out and then just selling it all from there? You know, I don't know. Could have been. Yeah. I, I do want to see some bad Mandos. I, I'm kinda I kinda would like to yeah. see some siding with the the this Imperial Remnant, right? Like I feel like I, they've got Beskar, it's tempting. I mean, they could be easily mm-hmm. swayed. There's still a power vacuum going on. I think that makes sense. Um they a lot of them joined when the Emperor when the Empire was Supreme. So why wouldn't yeah. some of them join now to try to gain control again? I I, I think that I makes mean, how sense. many how many children of the Watch are there? Yeah, were they only isolated to that planet? Like Bo-Katan yep. was familiar of who they are. Boy, I don't know. It's gonna be yeah. a big awakening for those guys. I the hope the show kind of like uh, restores Mandalore, but then you're like, I feel like we're tied to where the sequels are because yeah. Whatever, you know, it's isolated to that event, but there's no mention of Mandalorians, no Mandalore, no faction. Yeah. I don't think we see Mandalorian ships in the big battle, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Correct, Jory. Yeah, Jory. I think that um, they definitely could, after <clears throat> they kind of let this, um, this season kind of like runs its course of, you know, getting these spinoff shows. I think that they definitely could dive back into that lore um, and, uh, and, and get back to that, you know, the, the fight for Mandalore. Um, and I definitely think that that could be uh, a Mandalorian driven 
um, like the series drives that point a lot harder mm-hmm. um, once we get off, you know, these spinoff shows and, and, and getting these uh, other characters introduced. Yeah. The show is called The Mandalorian. I think what's happened lately, I know for myself, it's blown things up a little much where we're just like, yeah, the Empire and, and Palpatine. And it's like, but there's something else going on where we've got we've got a lot still to address. I mean, this show could go on for seven seasons. I, I don't Dude, see I want well. a Mandalorian Jedi. Like, I want, right? the, the, I want them to go to Tython and somehow, like, didn't find out like yo what i can do this too like it could be who knows right i mean maybe we go to this force awakens and people right exactly (laughs) maybe they go to this planet and it's this old temple and right if you open yourself up to it maybe that's what happens maybe maybe he does that would be really really is like all, all determining you know like if the force Will you know? Jocasta knew the Force will find vessels. Like it didn't yeah. matter how, who Vader killed, yeah. who wins, who doesn't win. The the Force wins. Yeah. So maybe it's gonna see him in this honorable mission and be like, "Yo, let's help yeah. the guy out." Absolutely. I think that I think that'd be a great way to go about it. Yeah. I feel like he's he's so close minded on the simple task that he has. He's not. He doesn't even realize that probably the future of Mandalore is in his hands. And I think that's freaking yeah. awesome. I, I, that would be crazy. Bo-Katan, it feels like, lost the Darksaber for a reason. You know, maybe that just wasn't her calling. Maybe that's just not, maybe it's meant to be. Maybe that we've learned the Darksaber. We, we, no one follows that crap anymore. Maybe it's she something sounds else. like a crazy person, too. Could, I, 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 she's helping <laughs> on, on getting that thing back. So I want to find out what happened, how she lost it. Do people still, you know... Are they still obsessed? You know, will people still follow this Darksaber? Is that something that would even work nowadays? They seem like they followed Bo-Katan before. Doesn't look like it worked out. So I don't know, guys. There's just, there's too much. It's too much. It's too much. She didn't really get it back. She was given it by Sabine, right? So Sabine was the one who got it back, and then she gave it to her, and then she lost it. So is she really the rightful heir to the throne? That's probably why it didn't work out. Hold on to a little sword that somebody else gifted you. That's right. That's right. Maybe she didn't have enough training. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like maybe, maybe Sabine is the key to all this. Maybe the Mandalorian. It's not just Din's story. Maybe. It's the Mandalorian. Like we talked about Skywalkers. The, 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 the idea of a Skywalker has changed so much in the past five years or six years, however long it's been. Like, it's changed. It's, it's more of an idea now than a bloodline. So maybe that's, that's, that's it doesn't need to be a certain clan. It doesn't need to be a certain weapon that's wielded. It's who's deserving, who, who embodies the true Mandalore. I, I don't know. I'm here for it. Um, and my mind's just been blown. Like, I literally don't know where we can possibly go from here. But like Nettie said, I'm here for it. I have no idea what the hell is going to happen next week. Probably end up on Mon Cala, do some repairs to the ship. I'm down. Three. Three mm-hmm. more episodes. So mm-hmm. it could be a lot of ship repairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, oh, I'm down. Man. Yeah. I wanted to get into this because I think it's hilarious. But uh, Holly was talking about, like, how long is it really taking to repair a ship? Oh, and I then, know. like, I was talking with my girlfriend, and we were like, okay, so how far in the future from, like, our timeline is this? Yeah. Like, these kids are growing up knowing how to, like, restart boosters on a freaking whatever. Like, maybe it really does only take him a day, and maybe he, maybe the ship is big enough. And this is, like, a repair that he's done 
yeah. a thousand times like an oil like an oil change. It could be. Uh, I just think it's crazy how you know how far advanced they are technolo- like technology wise, just to travel. Oh yeah, in hyperspace and be able to survive it. Absolutely, but, absolutely. And not everyone can. <laughs> not every world has that technology. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Probably more. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, guys, anything else? It's a nice long council. Silence this, from this the was, council. This was so much fun. <laughs> it was. This was yes, one I of the sweatiest councils. I think. I think it was a really good one for Scotty to mm-hmm. to dip his feet into, and that's just yeah. the first of many. Sweatier, I feel like. After oh all the name drops, Tython and Thrawn <laughs> in the same episode. What? It's yes. just. It's mind blowing. I, I I don't. I mean, it seems like at some point we're gonna get a live action Thrawn. People have been calling for that. For decades now, I want Alexander Skarsgård. Let's wait. Hey, if you ever saw him in True Blood, he plays a vampire. <laughs> Bro, yeah. never seen it. Just do that character. We're gonna have to get a running list now. I'm sure it'll be leaked here in the next couple weeks. Whatever, yes. um, it'll all be spoiled for us. But we can get a running list of, of who we'd want to see in those roles. But. Guys, I, I appreciate all of our council members here. This was an epic discussion. An hour and a half. We were getting sweaty. Maybe a little too sweaty. I don't know. Maybe people turned off. They said, I can't. It's 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 too sweaty in here. You know, I can't handle this. But, hey, that's too bad. That's what happens on the, on the council sessions. We got some guys that are knee-deep in the Star Wars sweat, and, and I'm here for it. So I want to thank these guys. They've been fantastic, as always. I hope you guys enjoy it. I, I know this is a, a popular thing that we do here. I, I know you guys enjoy hearing all these perspectives. Um, and we love breaking it down with these guys. So if you like what you're hearing, uh, go ahead and, and rate the podcast wherever you can. If you like what you're seeing here on YouTube, um, like it, subscribe to the uh, channel. We appreciate that. However you can get the word out that uh, Flying Casual is doing it right. We're doing it casually, but we're doing it also sweatily. I don't know if that's a word, but we're going to make it one. Uh, so, guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this. We're going to keep doing it here uh, on Flying Casual. So uh, another thanks to our Patreon uh, knights and masters here. And uh, as always, friends, we'll see you next time, and may the Force be with you.